Yeah. Nothing's going on except kids playing pranks, trick-or-treating, parking, getting high. You don't really know much about Halloween. Happy Halloween. Getting late, I could use a drink. Samhain. It means the Lord of the Dead. You thought no further than the strange custom of having your children wear masks and go out begging for candy. Trick or treat, motherfucker! Welcome everyone to a very special edition of the Juggalo Rewind po- Podcast. Ooh, I got so scared from the spookiness I couldn't speak straight. My name is Peter. I'm here with Chris. Here we are. Halloween weekend, buddy. We're here. I'm you're, so excited. You are listening to this live and in living color. It is Halloween weekend in Detroit Rock City. And we're going to bring you a little bonus. Detroit murderous, as they say. They do say that. Who says that? I have a, someone does, someone right? Someone does. <laughs> uh, just to briefly go over who we are and what we do, in case you are new and you just stumbled on our spookiness. Right, well, trick trick or treat for you. A little treat for everyone out there, though. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> uh, we are, as we said, the Juggalo Rewind podcast. Two guys grew up in Detroit, listened to Juggalo music for the better part of 20-plus years. Good man, lord. Old man. And we dissect albums song by song. Yeah. Probably more than they should be. Dedicate way more time than needs to be for you, the listener. Whether you're a old fan looking for some nostalgia, yeah. you're a current fan and you just wanna listen to some like minded juggalo talk. Juggalo history. We call ourselves juggalo historians around these parts. Yes. Or maybe you're <laughs> A new fan, and we're talking about stuff that you've not heard and you want to learn about. Yeah. So we spread the gamut of Juggalo listeners. Which one are you? I don't know. You can let us know if you follow us on any social media at Juggalo RWD. You can email us at Juggalo RWD at gmail.com. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, where you can... Give us a nice review or right. a five star if you like this little bonus. If you don't, <laughs> don't do anything. Don't give no. us like a three star. That'd be bullshit. But it's true. It. We've only had five so far. Five, I believe. Fives are nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you can also call or text us at 810-666-1570. We're not going to have any uh, follow-ups at the end of the season. No, this is, a little this bonus is just boy. a little bonus boy. Well, we call it the Halloween treat for all the juggalos that are coming into town. Yes. Or maybe you're listening to it while you're leaving town. Or you're just at home, you know, enjoying the holidays because this is the holiday. This is the this is the big one. The holiday. <laughs> this is the holiday. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Juggalo Day. None of that matters. Oh, it's secondary. We're talking Halloween week. That's right. Then we're doing it up. Fancy for you here. As we said, we go through album by album for seasons, but this little, what would we call it? A little treat. A mini season? A a bonus season? Bonus round. We are going to go over the Hollowicked 2001 CD. CD. Would you call this a single or an EP? I'd call it a... I guess an EP with three tracks. What do they call like the maxi? Maxi. (laughs) Maxi single? Is that like the four tracks? Yeah. Uh, I guess you could call it a... I guess it's a single. Yeah, I think it's still technically a single. But this is the first time you get three 
three tracks. Oh, there's a there's a lot we can talk about first with yeah. this one. Yeah, you, we, you want to get into that right now? No, nah, keep going. To what you're doing? You're, you're, we gotta get. I mean, I think I'm all good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so we were doing the Hollow Wicked 2001 CD. CD giveaway. Yeah, and. There's three tracks. Spoiler alert, if you listen to these in order, this is the first one. Yeah. <laughs> I need to... I think the way that I drop them is a problem. Right. Maybe I need to do them in reverse order. Because people catch the most recent one first. Ooh, so I think right. I need to drop three, two, one. You might need to. So, regardless, if you know anything about Hollow Wicked CD, yeah. you know what order to listen to these But in. we kind of have a little backstory of the Hollow Wicked Weekend throughout the three uh, songs, and it, it kind of jumps around. So, And that's why these are going to be two hours each when we want them to be real short and sweet. So, you know, out of order, I don't think it'll matter too much because we're kind of going to be all over the place. We're, tell, we're going to tell a lot of stories, a lot of history of the that weekend. Yes. Big weekend, and the juggalo history. And there's two ways that you know that we're doing this in the Halloween season. Well, there's three ways. One... Michigan football still undefeated. <laughs> we are watching college football currently in the studio. Two, I sound like I'm underwater. <laughs> so you <laughs> know it's a, it's sometime between September and May. And three, we have a spooky booski of the week. Oh! <laughs> so Chris is going to uh, have this. I'm going to pass it over to him. It's been a while, folks. All right, all right, come on, where's my beer? Cracker open. <laughs> it's spooky season. So this is for you. Read for the people uh, what we're talking about. I can oh. look for a glass unless you want to go straight. No, yeah. To... I, I'm going to need a little glasky for this fancy boy. We got <laughs> boy. Pigeon Hill Brewing Company. Not to be confused with the ICP. This is the SCP <laughs> Salted Caramel Porter. I already said the brewery. It was brewed in Muskak. Musk. Muskegon? Muskegon? Oh, my God. Oh, there's a G. I thought it was Muskegon, but then I seen the C, I thought. There's a lot of hard cities and streets to talk about in Metro Detroit. Muskegon, not one of them. No, Muskegon, Michigan. Sorry, I thought it was a C in there. Uh, This one is a porter with salty caramel deliciousness. Yes, we'll take the Michigan uh, pint glass. It'll work. This one is 6% alcohol by volume. So It's been a while, folks. If you listen to us... In the past, uh, the Dark Lotus Tales from the Lotus Pod theme not, not the theme of the season, but we had a theme. <laughs> well, for, uh, for Chris, it was the theme. Booski of the Week. We match beers with those songs. So we're bringing it back for spooky season. We're going to crack her open. SCP. Ooh. Ooh, that smells good. It's uh, not specifically Halloween y, but it is, uh, I think, uh, a treat. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a little candy. Hopefully there's no razor blades inside. <laughs> Don't mind me. While Chris is pouring a beer, I am just plugging in my computer. So. It smells better out of the can. The, oh, yeah. The I need to go yeah. on the other side of the uh, studio. Also, if you listen to Dark Lotus, Pete just sniffs the beers. He's like ultimate <laughs> ultimate warrior after a workout and just smelling I, the cookies. I can't smell. This is the second one in a row. I can't smell. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it smells like, a little, like your grandma hands you a little caramel candy. Do I still have COVID? <laughs> Long COVID. You're not contagious for a long COVID, right? No, I don't think so. If it is, I've had it for like a month and a half. So. <laughs> my uh, my throat still hasn't felt the same since I caught COVID the first time in late 2001. Well, I can't plug this in because there's no, no place to plug it in. So, <laughs> so you talk about uh, what you want to talk about. <laughs> you carry the ship. I'm not carrying the ship. You steer the ship. I'm pouring the booski. So if you're at home, that's what, that's what we used to do during the Dark Lotus season. If you're at home and you want to find this, Pigeon Hill, Salted Caramel Porter, everyone in Michigan should be able to find it outside. I'm not sure how far they go, but this one's tasty. Try to find it. If not, crack open whatever you like, pumpkin beer, maybe a little Oktoberfest, whatever, you know, wet your whistle for the season. A lot of the people- pumpkin. A lot of people like the Pump King, right? Yeah. That's a big deal. Oh, yeah. That one's good. All right. Did you already taste it? I have not yet. I was on the phone. Sorry. Dissipate. Nice smell. Not bad. Yeah. Good aftertaste. Tastes like caramel. All right. Tastes like a little 
hard candy you'd suck on. <laughs> uh, Chocolate milky aftertaste. Oh, man. <laughs> this is why I, I can't. Oh, it'd be over. There's too many good ones that I'd be wanting to drink. So That's why I'm here. I'm going to do it for you. I appreciate it. I wouldn't do it otherwise. <laughs> no, definitely not. All right. So, getting back to business, we are talking the first track on the Hollow Wicked 01 CD. CD. Now I can Sam. say CD. This is a CD. Yeah, there's no. Other. You're not mad that I'm not calling it an album. It's literally a CD. I think we could just call it a single if we're going to go in those those terms. Yeah. But CD single. That's what we'll call it. All right. We'll put mash it together. Track number one. We are talking about here. ICP's Every Halloween. Yep. Classic. We're getting out of ourselves. We just got out of the way right now. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for stopping by. Hope uh, you liked it. That's a rollover from last season, if you didn't listen. Um, you want to go through the tale of the tape? Yeah, let's we'll do go that into now the before we get into like, the history of it, right? All right. Producer on this track, we have Mike P. Man, he's been a staple this almost this entire series. Outside yeah. of the first season, he's been all over the place. Mike Peasy. Time on this track, you have uh, three minutes and 33 seconds. Solid length. Is that from... Uh, now, we're going to get into this in a second. Right. It's also found on multiple other collections. You'll find that the track length is different. Slightly different, yeah. Because some of them have an intro, some of them have like a weird outro, but it's the same song for all of them. Right. Obviously, it was found on the giveaway. Maybe not obviously. We... I'm sure we're going to get to this, but <laughs> this CD was given away at the Halloween show in 2001, which we will get to numerous stories about right. in the next coming episodes. But it's track one on that. We did not put what tracks they are here, so we failed on this aspect. <laughs> it's also found on Forgotten Freshness 3. We never did that before, though. We just list where it's found. Uh, yeah, I guess only when it was like most tasteless. Yeah, was on based on the, the which where it fell in the albums. So it's on Forgotten Freshness three. It's also on the Hollow Wicked disc of Forgotten Freshness four. Now Wh- correct me if I'm wrong. That one was pumpkin scented, right? When I it believe, came out, I believe so. Okay, yeah. I, I mine no longer smells, of course, but <laughs> I was like, that was a thing, right? I didn't just make this up in my brain. I think it was. Okay. I, I agree. And then it was also on the tw- oh hello it was also on the twentieth anniversary Hollow Wicked CD collection. Which, when did that come out? Well, since the first one was in '94, <laughs> and then twenty more would be 2014. I would guess in fourteen did or fifteen. Did they sell that? I don't know anything about that that CD. Yeah, they sold it. I okay. believe at that Hollow Wicked, if not after. Okay, that's out of my like window. Yeah, I'm pretty, that wasn't like a giveaway. That was a yeah. They sold them. Notes? You want to get into the notes now, or do you want to wait for those? We, I guess the one, because we'll get into the other one with the history, but the CD is labeled that there's 8,000 copies, which is, is that a, right? Is that right on the CD? I believe it is stamped on there. I'm looking at it right which now. Which is a ton. But at the time, this was the largest Hollow Wicked to happen. Um... Yeah, I would say so. It's the biggest venue. I don't know how many people were there, but... I believe it was like 5,000. <laughs> 5,000. At least the, it held that, yeah. The capacity was 5,600. There ain't no 5,000 people there. <laughs> but they pr- they pressed 8,000 samplers. That's real funny. There's but we no- did wind up with multiples, as I found out today, because I found another <laughs> one in my uh, old childhood attic. I don't see where it says on... Oh, limited edition, press 8,000 copies. Interesting. I never picked up on that. Cool little uh, how it looks. Like, it comes in a black sleeve. Uh, they came sealed. And then the CD itself, would you call that like a like a spine? Yeah. It looks like a skeleton spine. Nice, spooky orange, yeah. neon orange color. I enjoy that. Um, so yeah, 8,000 copies. I don't know what they did with the other fucking 6,000. <laughs> I mean, there was a, I actually, we'll, we'll get into the weeds here already, but I, I pulled up an old PT post of yours back in the day. Oh boy. And you, and you, you said that, uh, you, you missed the smaller venues cause there's way too many fucking people in that building. And there was a lot. I do remember it being packed. Well, some things never change. <laughs> I don't like people then. I don't like people now. All right. So. 
Do you want to go through like the history of the show before we get into the actual track? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, so, I assume that's what you we're leading up to down here. Yeah. So I thought we'd go through uh, to tie in just along with the music that whole weekend, a little history of it. So uh, I think on this episode, we won't discuss Hollow Wicked itself. Uh, we'll discuss the time leading up to Hollow Wicked. Right. Yeah, the, the backstory so, leading up to the show, uh, I would agree. To give you a vibe of what was happening in the Juggalo world at the time. So here's my timeline. I, I dug up in my investigative journalism. <laughs> uh, on 9-21-2001, local haunted house in Detroit. Erebus. Not actually Detroit Pontiac, but... You know, yeah, I was going to say. Detroit proper. That he'd say it. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, ICP appeared there, and uh, me in front of the pod, Steve. We uh, we attended that uh, event. And I remember Shaggy Two Dope chased me with a chainsaw, and I jumped back, and he goes, "The fucking blades off an asshole." He scared him like you're still chasing me out of the dark with a chainsaw. But uh, that's funny. They did that, and I believe they also, in that time, hit a few other. Uh, haunted yeah. houses in like the Midwest area. Yeah, they were doing like a tour because right. they were on the Hatchet Rising tour. At the time, which I guess we should point out that this this show is like not at the culmination of the tour. It was it's like towards tail the end. end. Yeah, yeah. But um, so they're on tour, Hatcher Rising in September. They start hitting local haunted houses or Midwest haunted houses. Actually, I have to have this wrong. The Hatcher Rising tour starts nine twenty eight. I have written down here. Right, but uh, it didn't end on Halloween. No, yeah, but I thought I thought it was. In the tail end, but I had that wrong. It was at the beginning, kind of. How long did it go on for? A couple months, right? Really? I have this. I have the shirt, so I have to pull that out then and look at the tour dates. But anyways, before they went on tour, they did the Haunted Houses. Hatcher Rising Tour starts 9-28-2001. And the next day, 9-29-2001, Hollywood tickets go on sale. Big news in the Juggalo <laughs> world. Whenever tickets go on sale, everyone kind of... At the time, yeah. You had to jump on them. Even though, as we've come to find out... The venue held a lot of people, so it did not sell out. Yeah, I can't imagine that at that. Uh, so here's what's interesting when it comes to this this song. On 10-3-2001, ICP's website has a post calling for radio stations that you listen to <laughs> because they want to send a song out to them. And I do remember this at the time. I guess this is where I can get into this. The original single for ICP... I for Halloween. Halloween 2001 was Cartoon Nightmares. I could not get any confirmation of why they switched to this, but they made this song every Halloween for this radio station called that they put out on 10-3. There, there has been discussions or posts about that. I think it's in the Forgotten Freshness booklet itself, actually. They said they wanted to make a song to have everyone get their minds off of 9-11, 9/11. which... This song is kind of perfect for like getting you back in the like mood of Halloween, right. like how shitty things were at the time. So uh, that that was what their story was. They wanted to get a song out to get you off of the horrors of 9-11 in time for Halloween. Um, Think about how crazy, and maybe that's just us looking backwards, and I'm sure there were others. 9-11 occurs, and then two weeks later, they start a, a nationwide tour. Right. It's kind of crazy to think. Yeah, there had to have been more. I mean, wrestling was like the next week. That was the first big Big. event. Yeah. So there, there was other stuff, but it's just crazy that two weeks later they're yeah rocking and rolling. And like thinking back, like when I was going to these things, it's like like that was crazy when it happened. But yeah, in two weeks, it's like you're just back to your life. Like it didn't even like. I mean, we were younger at the time, so it didn't. I'm not comparing the two, but it took two years. For concerts after COVID. Right. And even now, they're still fucked up because bands have to they have to cancel shows if people are sick and have to adjust yeah. to like lower attendance. It's all still fucked up from that. But no, fucking 9-11 and boom, we're just right back on right. tour. <laughs> it's crazy. But I mean, there was issues of like, you know, big events, Super Bowls, games. Yeah. Like, oh, there's mass amounts of people. Like, you're a sitting target. Right. I don't think anyone's aiming for 800 people and fucking, you know, Lexington, Kentucky watching ICP, but... Unless ICP did it themselves, as that woman on Shockumentary said. Do you remember? It's like, what happens if they take a bunch of our kids in a big amphitheater and blow it up and they start playing the Dead Body Man song when she says that? I always love that clip. Well, you love every clip from Shockumentary. Shockumentary. That, that's what kickstarted my hardcore juggaloism was not Shockumentary so much, but the MTV version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Anyways, back to the timeline. <laughs> if you're a new listener, we go off on tangents. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Juggle Rewind. Yeah. It's all over the place. So, yeah, the call for radio stations, they posted. And I don't, I never sent one in, but I do remember this song showing up on the riff, which is local Detroit rock radio station. Right. Jumping ahead, 10 29, 2001, they post. <laughs> Sorry. Throw you off. I was going to say, I don't. I don't believe this, but... No, don't believe what they announced this? They didn't announce this until the 29th. Yeah, the two days before? Yeah. How? I don't think I even seen this announcement. I feel like I heard it at the show, because... uh, We didn't even say what it was, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, anyways, 10-29-2001, I have the the screen grab of it. ICP.com announces the after party, which will be a record release party for Blaze You Dead Homie and the second ever performance of Zug Island. The first being like the really? Yeah, the invite only They specifically said that? Yeah, they said that was the second live performance and like the first live performance for like a full crowd. Oh fuck. <laughs> when are we talking about that? On the night on Okay, we can't talk about that yet. We'll do that later. Yeah. Um that's interesting that there's a lot of interesting stuff there. So, yeah. Um, I can't believe they just did that two days before. That seems strange. Just to get the timeline going, 10-31-2001, Blaze has a Hot Hits in-store, which is a local uh, record store. Yep. Uh, not in Detroit, but... Roseville. Yeah, that's east side. 4 to 6 p.m. he was signing, which is like right up to the wire. So, yeah, a little bit of backstory here. I thought I had a part of the story friend of the pod michelle Mm -hmm. this was her first hollow wicked okay she drove with her mother i don't know my first hollow wicked too look at you guys kindred (laughs) spirits i don't know how many people if it was just her and her mom came they went to hot hits just because it was like the place to go they didn't know they stumbled on yes (laughs) that's sweet there's a huge ass line and they just went up and like we're we just drove like 12 hours to be here we just want to shop we're not here for blaze right in retrospect like should be there for blaze (laughs) but at the time that was not of her concern but she knew blaze right i'd imagine she's going down for that she had to have known because i mean she was at gatherings she lotus has been out by now yeah yeah for sure but i don't think but you see a giant line, like, I don't want to wait in this line. I've drove, driven for yeah. fucking 13 hours. She didn't go for Blaze. Just wanted She's, to go to Hot Hits? Yeah. And they let her in. They let her sneak the line. Yeah. Did she sneak in and get an autograph? Autograph? Augmograph? <laughs> I don't think she did. But yeah, the, that's my slight aside yeah. story. And I didn't know. I was know. wondering if you went to that, yeah. I don't think I didn't I even did. know about it. I'd like to think I would remember if I did. <laughs> I remember being in line there very, very early. And in retrospect, why? Who at gives Hollow a Wicked, fuck? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it in later episodes, but it's at the... God, I was going to say the State Theater. At the State Fairgrounds. It's a huge parking lot. Yeah. Yes, and I remember the line being like the main thoroughfare. Down the middle, yeah. <laughs> and I was there fucking early. I was too. But why? Get a good spot. A uh, merch. I bet it was merch. At the time, you wanted to get like shit for it sold out, which I didn't buy one thing of. But I can see you bought a couple things. Feel this, boy. I have the official sitting on the table, the official Hollow Wicked shirt. We're gonna be talking about this later. Yeah, so. just feel how thick that is. Ooh. It's like a blanket. That is. That's nice, boy. That's so thick. Too thick. Did you get this then? Oh yeah. <laughs> that's a good. I can't believe how good a condition that's in. And let me stand up and show you the other one. You probably have seen it. Got the, <laughs> the twisted Happy Halloween motherfucker shirt. We'll get to that later. Well, well. <laughs> this one not as thick. They're two. They're both shitty ass Gildan tees, but that's a Gildan like beefy. <laughs> this one's beefy. I forgot what this one is, but this one's a little thinner. Still way thicker than modern t-shirts. It's crazy that you've had those for that long. <laughs> one one other little note on the uh, timeline leading up to Halloween. That day also. On 1031, Mars drops the real Dark Lotus disc, which if you listen to uh, Season 2, we break down the Dark Lotus disc that Mars drops. But did I didn't did did realize about that song yeah, we, in depth. Yeah, we did on the... It was either on 
What's the track that Jay says? You ain't Lotus and you know this bitch. I thought we waited until the... I think it was on the wrap-up. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know if we went that in-depth with it. Yeah. Check out the wrap-up on uh, Dark Lotus Tales from the Lotus Pod if you have not listened. But that I did not realize that came out on that day. Yeah, that's funny. ICP.com also put out a statement about it and saying... <laughs> it was a perfect, like, fuck you. They're like, this is all we're ever going to say about Mars. He was some kid we gave a chance. <laughs> we don't care about <laughs> Sour grapes. I mean... On, I, on I, everyone's. Yeah, uh, but I think that's like probably the best way to diss him back. Just to say that, yeah, that yeah. we don't even know who Call you him are. a kid. Like, but anyways. Poor Bobby just, Mars. Just a funny little uh, note that I did not realize came out on that time. So that's, and, that's the timeline. Give you a little feel of what was happening in the Juggalo world leading up. As we said, the, the after party was the Blaze record release party. He had the in-store. His album was dropping. Uh, the night before Devil's Night was the release date, right? For mm, yeah, it popped up around before that, but right. yeah, officially official Halloween date. weekend. And just to put it in a bigger picture, the last large psychopathic release was Tales from the Lotus Pod. Yeah, so we're talking post Bizarre Bizarre and Freak Show, post Tales from the Lotus Pod. Blaze is about to come out. But then, mirror, mirror, Shangri-La, still a year out. Yeah. So we're in a nice little sweet spot of, I guess this is a Lotus era. <clears throat> yeah, you're still in the Lotus era because it's Hatcher Rising where Lotus is touring. Interesting. If you put it like that, these songs that all three members put out, well, we'll I guess we'll just say ICP right now. Yeah. Theoretically, they are recording Lotus right now. No, I'm sorry. They're recording Shangri-La right now. Yeah, starting to. I don't know if they started yet, though, because... Uh, you're, if they haven't, they're about to. Like, so this is yeah, between... Yeah, they're ready to. Between two very big albums. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Two huge ones. This is... So they have, as we discussed on the Tales for the Lotus Plot Seas, they have their own studio now on, yes. their, on their grounds. So, yeah, these, to me, were probably recorded on... Separate sessions, for sure, but recorded just one-offs. Oh, yeah. Sure. I mean, they could have yeah. been thought about forever, but it's just interesting that it's... I'm just trying to put a timestamp. No, for sure. Um, but it isn't, like you said, interesting to think of it as the Dark Lotus era, because... As we're gonna get into, it, has a rising era, yeah, yeah, for sure. As this we is, get into this song every Halloween, no Dark Lotus vibe to it. This is a very upbeat song, and fitting, as they said, the... Uh, post 9-11 vibes that you, that you want i don't even i can't even dissect that sentence <laughs> i'm just saying it is post 9-11 vibes what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about <laughs> i was saying wanting to get people's minds off of off of that time <laughs> that's all i meant by that our troops have found osama bin laden and brought him to, what did john cena say to his to his uh I, something compromised. He stood on the table, right? Uh, yeah, right after like his pay-per-view win. We have caught and compromised to a permanent end. Osama bin Laden. Didn't he like announce it before Obama did? It was literally the first like. like he was I, the first one to like <laughs> break yeah. the news, right? Something crazy. I, I thought it was brought him to his. That was one of my demise, first. Or, I guess it wasn't my first, but that was like one of the first Your big... first political boner? <laughs> first big like uh, Twitter breaks that was like, oh, I heard about it on Twitter before the whole world found out. Not the whole world, but like before Obama announced that that mm. happened. That's what I meant. Like something that, that broke early. That was that far? Oh, yeah. God. What years was Obama? 8 and 12? 2016. 2008 to 2016, yeah. God damn. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. Speaking of having fun, let's get back to Halloween. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about uh, election time. <laughs> it is. That's also the time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Got yeah. spooky season followed up by spooky voting. Yeah. <laughs> 2001, not even a midterm election. <laughs> yeah, nothing was happening, right? Yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame. That's why it was so fun. I can't wait till we get to a Halloween <laughs> that was on a, uh, an election period. Oh, God. Can't wait. All right. So as we said, we're going to talk about the actual show 
and merch and after parties and yeah. all that and upcoming episodes of this. Yeah, I thought this bonus. this one kind of we let little lay the great lay the grave work. <laughs> lay the groundwork of uh, the you know the scene at the time yeah. leading up to Halloween. What Why we're here? Yeah. But uh, now, ba- now back to the track at hand. You don't know why we're here, <laughs> but you do lame. know who I am. So as we do, we go through the lyrics. If we have to read them, like poetry, we do. If we have to skip through it, we do. But again, if you're a new fan, we're just letting you know that we kind of gloss through, bring up little... References that you may not know, or stories of things, yeah. bring up, or we just just talk about bullshit. That's <laughs> the fun of it, right? Every Halloween, insane clown posse. You yeah. ready to go? Almost a violent J uh, solo. <laughs> Fuck, that didn't have to be said. <laughs> That's just obvious. I mean, oh, you actually, know what? You you're right. Like Shaggy doesn't have a verse. Doesn't even appear on this, does he? Um, yeah, I don't think so. There More are, solo than the actual solo album we did in season three. <laughs> <laughs> I think, not in the part that I'm looking at, but there are parts where you can hear stuff in the background, but I think it's Jay. Yeah, I think it's all it. him. All right. This so is still also in the time where we had the Violent Jay dipping his toes while he did his own uh, rock band, and then... Uh, there's a lot going on here. There's so much <laughs> I want to talk about that I'm going to try to save it till the end. Yeah. So, first number one, Violent Jay. He is talking about trick-or-treating. It's literally a song about trick-or-treating. Yeah. Great. Which is the second time this appears in Hollow Wicked uh, lore, because Mr. Uh, not Mr. Rodden treats a... Halloween of Military? Halloween of Military was a trick-or-treat story, so... Talk about a classic. Yeah. My God. <laughs> The 31st ain't nothing to me. Another holiday. I paint my face every year, all day. The 31st ain't nothing to me, just another holiday. So, I already have a problem with this. Like, I know what he's saying, but I may be looking too far into it. Yeah. I paint my face every year, all day. That doesn't mean anything. He means... I was, I was more upset as his downplaying of Halloween itself. I, I get what he's saying that he wanted... He does it all year, but... It's just nothing to him. Yeah, come on. Halloween's still Halloween. I'm more ambitious <laughs> with his, with his grammar. grammar. Well, what do you want for the guy? He should. <laughs> As we learned, he read one book. <laughs> he should say he paints his face all, all, day. all every day, all year, all year yeah. not all day, every year. It Idiot. Doesn't rhyme. He could, it doesn't rhyme. He could have. He could have said, I paint my face all year, every day. <laughs> it's be the same <laughs> ending. Um, all of a sudden, face painting's in style. Everyone's out there painting their face. Well, a lot um, of people paint their face, though, for trigger. It's more like masks. Masks, yeah. yeah we'll, costume. We'll get to that in a couple episodes. Lots of masks <laughs> going on. And he's been doing it ever since Gilligan's Island was on. Do people not know Gilligan's Island? I mean, people our age barely know it, but like, it's not in reruns. There's no like pop culture for any more for I that, like is there? It's one of those shows that like everyone knows the name though. Like, I've never watched a Gil- Gil- Gilligan's Island in my life. Oh my god! Like even the reboots, all that shit. There's no. been no reboots. Yeah, they rebooted that. No, there was one in, like the '90s or 2000s that was real shitty. I don't think so. Gilligan's Island was a. T- <laughs> I was about to just start singing the song. So people went on a three-hour tour, and the you know, they got shipwrecked and very much like lost, except without the polar bears and the smoke monsters. Uh, no Spoiler alert, I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> what, Gilligan's Island or Lost? Either one. Either. <laughs> uh, no one can find them. Uh, I mean, this show is from the late 60s, early 70s. Uh, it looks right? like it's... Annotation from I believe no, the Juggalo Seventeen on on. Uh, Is it from Jesus. Moon Glorious? No, Da Juggalo Seventeen. Of course. Uh, it ran from September twenty sixth, nineteen sixty four, to April seventeenth, nineteen sixty seven. What a small window for us. Uh, show that's like burned into people's memories. All of those shows are. I mean, yeah. now we're getting into it, but it was the beginning of. 
television though, like that type of stuff. Munsters, yeah. Adam's Family, those couple were of years. That's it. Two yeah. at the most, right? Like because they're the first. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, when you think about them being around forever, they they may have had like long seasons, but yeah, because yeah. I wanted to watch the Munsters before the zombie movie came out. I was like, oh, it's only two seasons, but it's like. 50 episodes a season. Did you watch the Monsters movie? The movie, yeah. Not How was show. it? It's fun for what it is. I didn't yeah, expect going in that it was going to be good. Like, acting's god-awful, dialogues, yeah. eh, stories, whatever. But, like, it's just, looks it's fun. Looks awesome, yeah. there's It's funny at parts. It's cool seeing Zombie do a movie that's not just, like, white trash swearing. Yeah. Stop. Waiting for that uh, Philadelphia Flyers movie. <laughs> I forgot he was supposed to do it. <laughs> Never gonna do that. Like, the thing with Zombie too, he's a great director. He's a terrible writer. Like if you just had someone give him a script and like his, he was in charge of like shooting it and like mm. putting the music to it. He's one of the best on that. Like it all looks awesome. The way it shots, cool. Music always matches up. But like he just can't write dialogue at all. Well, not everyone's violent, Joe. <laughs> uh, hey, you seen Big Money Hustlers and Rustlers? And you may be seeing it this weekend. No, you won't, because you're going to old wrestling. That's true. A couple days from now, if you're listening live. And if you missed it, you missed the Pine Box match. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you who Greg Iron, uh, Buster Buckaroo's partner, <laughs> partner was. He fucking no-sold me. You I asked, asked him? him like, he... Yeah, I'm like, who's your partner? Didn't tell me. <laughs> He's a professional. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where were we? Um, try picking up a check when you're painted up like a weirdo. <laughs> well... All right, sorry, Jay. I guess that's another part of your insecurity, not being able to pick up That's girls. true. Jay's always insecure about himself. I love, I'm 68 years old, I still trick-or-treat. You think I care? Shit, I'm trying to find something to eat. I keep, this line's great because I'm like, we're getting closer and closer, ticking that he'll actually be 68 years old soon. Oh, <laughs> wrap of this line. That's great. I feel bad for him here coming up. Uh, he's talking about the old ladies who... He just wants quarters. He doesn't even want pennies. Do people really give away pennies? I've gotten change, I remember, as a kid. But, like, you don't know. Like, that's the thing. It's dark. People just, they, they hold in their hand and drop it in the dark. You can't tell. Yeah. But you you would always dump out your candy sack, and there'd be just some, like, fucking coins in there. You're like, who gave me coins? It's so weird. <laughs> Can we get into something and then just not dwell on it? Yeah, go on. I only think... I trick-or-treated maybe once in my life. Mm. <laughs> what? I I don't think... Since we moved here, I never. And you moved here young, right? Like Third grade. Why weren't you trick-or-treating? Because you can't up and yeah, down you're... that main street. You had to go somewhere, right? I think before we moved here, I did. But I only remember like once. So what'd you do on Halloween? Well, for... Um, Go to Halloween. <laughs> from from 1996 on, I definitely had a date with the devil. But before then, nothing. And we didn't have anyone come up because we were on a main road. Yeah, yeah. You. I don't think we ever ever had someone come up to the door. And you're set back. Your childhood house set. Back yeah, that would there. suck to like. Yeah, we don't get anything over here because we're in like a dead end, and but we're still in like a crowded neighborhood kind. Yeah. Oh, man, trick-or-treating was the best. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying I <laughs> I think my well, mom, maybe my mom would know specifically, but yeah, yeah. I can only remember like once. Well, maybe you should just go before Halloween this year. <laughs> we'll go in a couple of days. I'm 68 years old. Yeah. I still trick-or-treat. <laughs> we'll just bring you with Ivan. Like They won't know. They're like, oh, he's just a big child. <laughs> big child. <laughs> Yeah, if there's a year where you want to go to Hollowicked, I'll just come here and take your kids. <laughs> well, we're still going to Hollowicked. We're just going after the kids trick or treat. So come here. We'll all go trick or treat. You get a bag. You can throw on the the pumpkin or the skeleton mask from Halloween three. And go with Lucy and Ivan, and then we'll all just ride out to Harpo's. <laughs> ride out to Harpo's. All right, that sounds like a plan. I like it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sick of all these little kids. <laughs> I know you did it. Put a brick in your bag and hit me in the head with it. Kids really hitting an old ass man with a brick in a bag. Uh, you shouldn't be hitting anyone with a brick in a bag. You know that seems very. He leads into it like you think it's going to be like like a Halloween trick where they're like light dog poop on fire hemp in your porch. No, it's brick in a bag. Like, it's fucking homicide. Do you think it's uh? 
maybe it's a little Larry Sherb's kids that are <laughs> I was just about to say, coming back. back for him. He did, well, all, he did all that bad <laughs> shit back then. That's that's good booking, brother. <laughs> long, long-term storytelling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of, we missed The Fiend on uh, oh, SmackDown. I actually want to go back and rewatch some W. We should make a little side note. We should make a little Larry Sherm T-shirt for I'm next not, Halloween. I mean, <laughs> on his bicycle, <laughs> on the front is like him, and then on the back he's like laying on his candy <laughs> Oh god! I hope he made it to your character list. Oh yeah, I mean he's he should be fucking a number one. Yeah, he's he's, he's in that top row. He's up there, <laughs> top row. He's up there with Jenny. <laughs> yeah, Jenny Moon Glorious. Chad Thumpman always. I feel like Moon Glorious is like Florida Joe are like they're above, above that level. Yeah. I don't. I feel like they're like the beginning. Like they're the top of that list. Maybe if anyone here is listening for the first time, no, we we're, we're, a, we're cutting all this. Yeah, we're we're okay, okay, go on. Listen to any of that. <laughs> it's behind the scenes shit. Not only do they beat him, they take his candy uh, and they diss him. <laughs> look what I got from the fat guy painted like Kess. So, he's painting his face like Violent J, and now we know it's not just, like, not random fucking gold dust face paint, it's his, his <laughs> black and white J paint. I like this, because, remember in Jekyll Brothers, where he got all fucking shitty about Kiss, and he's like, Psycho Circus, you stole my shit. Yeah. Like, they didn't... No, it's just a coincidence that Kiss has a... Kiss has no fucking idea who ICP no, is. No, not at all. Kiss doesn't. Kiss doesn't even know what music is. They don't. They just don't. They even make music. They just live in their bubble. Yeah, they don't. Like make Jimmy music. Buffett. You think Jimmy Buffett knows any other music? He's Jimmy Buffett. He lives in his own world. <laughs> Kiss don't know who you are. No. It is funny how many times they reference that though. Yeah. Because they both have black and white face paint. Oh yeah, like people. People would always make fun of Ice Cube back then. Call. Oh, you just Kiss ripoffs. It's like nothing about it is. Yeah. Yeah, because the face paint is black and white. Does that mean Dan Housen's an ICP ripoff? Yeah, it's all stupid. You know what, though? They're all from Detroit. Uh, as we'll get to it later, Twisted at... Uh, what are you... What? Twisted at Hollow Wicked 2001. They come out. Their face paint was just like stars over their eyes. Very Kiss-like. Um, No. No? No, you got that wrong. We're yeah, so they cut. come on the Santa outfits? They got like... I think... We're going to have to cut all this. <laughs> At the after party, they have the X's over their eyes. Maybe it was X's then. I the don't photo's think, hard to see. I don't think they're like that at the show. They definitely have, like, they don't have their normal face paint. And the Santa outfits. All right. You want me to keep going while you do that? No, you're right. It's like X's. But I, I thought that was only at the after party. I didn't think that was... Like, oh. oh, watch out for your eye. Uh, yeah, I feel like the one at the show, at the after party, is, like, way more definitive. Yeah. It's not even the circle. It's Don't just, those look like stars, though? Like, that looks kind of kiss-like. Yeah, kind of. All right, we'll let that slide. <laughs> after I made a ruckus over here. Yeah, after Chris dropped everything off the the booth. Um... Uh, yeah, he's painted like Kiss. Oh, then we're at the end. All year I'm a psycho, but every year, or I'm sorry, at every Halloween, you want to be me. So he's saying that he's the weirdo, and this is like the theme through every verse. He's the weirdo every day of the year, but every year, once a year, yeah. he's the normal one. Everyone tries to be like him. Love that. The hook. Now we're talking. <laughs> this is prime J Rockstar. Yeah, he, he wants to be Eddie Vedder. So oh, bad. Man, so bad. <laughs> so good. But it's, we'll get into it. If we think this is good or not at the end, yeah. but yeah, that's prime him wanting to be Zug Island. Yeah, which is right around the corner, like literally right around the yeah, corner. Yeah, I mean at so. this point, they're they're a band. He's got them. They already made the album. He he made the album. Ruboy made the album, and then they're like, "We need a real singer. You guys can't do this." <laughs> In comes G Money. <laughs> All right, every Halloween. I dig it. I dig that sound. The and I can just picture so. Maybe we should go back. Is this a song that they've done recently live, or do they do Cartoon Nightmares? I, I literally get them confused. I think they do They do both 
nowadays on Halloween. They, they definitely did this live. And we tried digging up information on the set list. We don't remember this. Yeah. I feel like I remember they played this at Halloween Kid 2001. No way. Because this song was on the radio. It was already known before. No, no. I swear they played this at Halloween Kid 2001. Because I feel like I popped, like, oh, shit, this is that the single, like, that song they had on the radio. I don't remember anything about the show, so. <laughs> I, f- I feel like they played this. Mm-hmm. If anyone out there knows, call the hotline, send us an email, post it on the Instagram. Because I feel like it happened. Maybe it's just me, like, <sighs> in my brain. Revisionist history. Yeah, because, yeah, God, this was 21 years ago. <laughs> We've been to a couple of shows since then. Right. But I feel like they played this there. But they definitely have played it since then. No yeah. Doubt. I can just picture him, not that I've seen it, doing the hook. I can just see him like arms spread, yeah. just like head <laughs> tilted back. Me. Yeah. That's what I do Like when I'm singing in the car. <laughs> I picture being Violent J. Verse number two. We're getting even better now. This, this is the line I repeat all the time. There's so many good ones here. <laughs> A gorilla, a puffer fish, and a bag lady <laughs> wow. all made love and had a little baby. <laughs> so good. Makes no sense, but it's no. so good. He's big and goofy like a gorilla, but he's fat like a puffer. He blows up like <laughs> a puffer fish. Puffy. And a bag lady. Bag lady. That's Is that a common term around, like, all over? Or is that like a... Yeah, I think it's just known to be like a homeless person. Yeah, homeless woman who's, you know, got the cart and all the... Grocery bags full of shit. Yeah. Always like a character in a horror movie, you know? You always see like the creepy little... Like, I just watched Fun House recently, and they have the like the homeless lady always like popping up and making noises and scaring yeah. them. She's very badly like... I always feel like it's a very cat trope, woman. trope like, in uh, Halloween yeah. movies. How come the hobo is always a man with the rag yeah. and the stick? <laughs> yeah. But the woman is like, yeah, with the cart and cats. Yeah. And, or pigeons like in Home Alone 2. Yeah. <laughs> pigeons. <laughs> And supposedly I'm the one. Oh, he's the one. Yeah, he's, he's the, the baby. baby. Now here's a line that they use not as often anymore. But the at this point, that's purely speculation. That's, that's straight that's from Stranglemania. Yeah. yeah, they use that a lot. Like uh, uh, not even purely speculation, but like uh, remember they'd be like that's a word around the campfire hearsay. They'd always like go on these like tangents of like yeah, words that <laughs> yeah, mean that. Yeah. always funny. It's always, that's one of those things that I use. But you catch yourself that like, oh fuck, that's like their thing, yeah. and you don't want to just be like regurgitating. Like, I I love that. Like you said, the first time Stranglemania, right? Oh yeah, for sure. On Halloween, people smile at me. The rest of the year, they dial the police. <laughs> Great line. They kick me off their lawn and shoot me off their cars. Maybe it's shoo me off their cars. <laughs> I always thought it was shoot me, but shoo me makes more sense. And it's even funnier. Why, shoo me. Why would, he be, why, get, get. why would he be on their cars? Is he just like, on, like trying to wash the windows like in the newspaper? Even if it's not Halloween, why are you hanging out in their cars? <laughs> but on Trick or Treat, they're giving me candy bars. <laughs> but on Trick or Treat. <laughs> what? But on Halloween? Yeah, he said, but on Trick or Treat. But on Halloween, they give me candy bars. <laughs> trick or treat it's 5.30 in the morning I'm still out I'm standing on your lawn and looking through your window I love that it's 5.30 in the morning and he's still wandering <laughs> is he homeless? we haven't like mentioned does he have I a, mean he's a he's a baby of a bag lady so you'd imagine he he is I don't know he has no residence I imagine we came home about 5.30 after this night <laughs> the after party and everything oh yeah it was a late night for sure <laughs> we're Stepping on the next great line. Yeah, this, yeah. Line. this, this, which line's better? This, the start of this verse or this I line? I think this one. Yeah. I'm looking through the window. Tap, tap. 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 <laughs> I see a gummy bear on the table. You gonna eat that? <laughs> tap, tap. I see a gummy bear on a table. You gonna eat that? <laughs> like, also putting in context that this was a song that got some radio play. Love that this is like the song that people might have first heard ICP from. It's like this goofiness. I love it. Um, there's no swearing. No, yeah, it was specifically made for the radio. That's crazy. Yeah, you. you, I mean, I get that, but I'm surprised. uh, He does. He does drop one coming up here, but I don't think he says shit. I think he says she. Shit. From like, uh, what's his name from the wire? She. (laughs) The mayor. (laughs) Reese Doby for governor of my state. She. That's another great line, back to back. My paint don't come off, and if it did, you think I'm scary now. <laughs> Shit. 
This was good too. I look like Frankenstein has been slapped with ugly oh, children. Hug me on Halloween. He gets all like deep and gravelly, <laughs> and then it starts back into the singing the, with the hook. I think the hook is a little different here on the second one. I think the instrumental drags out a little longer. Mm-hmm. Um, not to get too deep into it, but the next verse is like half a verse compared yeah. to the other two. So I think the end of the hook really serves as the first part of the third verse and it's more of like an instrumental no you're right because uh it drops out for a while where it's just it's just the beat going yeah. as opposed to him see that's the part that you pull for yeah. <laughs> for intros and not fucking parts that's of what the i did pull at the very beginning <laughs> anyways uh, i bumped up the sound it sounded good folks did you like my intro my first intro I made. <laughs> verse number three jay still kicking sweet lines here <laughs> 364 people hate my guts on halloween though they want to ride my nuts <laughs> so he kind of says the same thing in every verse which is kind of annoying like yeah we get it mm-hmm. like it's halloween you're you know it's your day you like this though he's, he's telling a story it's this he's giving a the theme he's staying on track he's not falling off oh yeah no i'm not <laughs> hating it it's just he's repeating the same thing over and over they dress up as monsters, freaks, and clowns, and pass jelly bears, <laughs> goobers, and suckers around. Another great line. <laughs> the next day, when I try to trick-or-treat, so he's trick-or-treating on November 1st, which is great, it's get off my porch or I'll call the cops, you freak. <laughs> which, you know, I feel that. Like, everyone wants to get all spooky and enjoy Halloween, and then once Halloween season's over, it's like, oh, everyone's ready for Christmas. It's yeah. like, I don't, I, I want to, you know, you leave your Christmas lights up After. into New Year. Why can't you leave your Halloween lights up until like mid-November? So I feel you know like what? you leave them up until spring. <laughs> I do. I sometimes will leave them up until that next Saturday. Get one more Saturday of them. Mm-hmm. Take them all down. Then you get like two, three week window before you put all the Christmas shit. But I agree. I appreciate Jay calling people out because once it's over, everyone's like, "That's it." Like on the movie Trick or Treat. Like the second they're done, she starts tearing down all the decorations mm-hmm. before Sam comes out. It's like, yeah. People don't revel in Halloween as much as they do with Christmas. They let Christmas fucking ride. Sometimes you let it ride all the way to Three Kings Day. Three Kings Day? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That's the ca- the old Polish Catholic. You wouldn't take down your uh, Christmas decorations until Three Kings Day, which is like January 9th, I think. <laughs> until JR's birthday? Some of them, folks. You ever see the people in the neighborhood who don't take down decorations all winter and they're still like turning on their Christmas lights? It's like fucking February 1st. Yeah. And then- <laughs> white trash around here they just leave it out this is all year oh there's definitely a house in the neighborhood that has like they don't turn them on but they're stapled to like their fence they're just like there year round white trash shit <laughs> come on now <laughs> I'm sorry do you have your lights on no I don't but you know they're all mean <laughs> white trash shit <laughs> it is <laughs> Wayne uh, County life I don't understand you people but that's okay I'll see you all the next time you try to be violent, Jay. Mm-hmm. Every Halloween. So we didn't do this. We didn't track out how long the chorus rides out uh, in the end. It wasn't too bad, no. I think. He only did it once, I think. I thought about it. So that's every Halloween. I, so on the chorus, I never knew. This is what he says. Live careless, freely, don't you? Yeah, I know. Like, I hear parts of it. Like I know it's a don't you. And like, well, I don't care. I always thought, yeah, that's one of those that I really don't know what I thought he said. They just, every Halloween they want to be me. Yeah. But the little background shit, like I... I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I never like picked up or tried to listen to that. I was yeah. just, I was the lead singer in my head, not the... <laughs> oh yeah, I'd be belting that shit. Singer. Still do. So let's go back to this. If you're a regular fan, you're probably waiting for us to shit on everything like we always do. This is prime J era, not like rhyming on beat or having like the same number of syllables. Yeah. But this is great. Like, I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but like this is a prime example of when he does that and it's good. Oh, yeah. This we, is. We've hit some recently where it's just like he's talking through something. No relation to the beat or the number of syllables <laughs> or anything. And it's just like you're telling a story, right. which is his forte, I guess. But this, it, it clicks 100%. Yeah, when he hits it, he hits it great. Like you said, no rhyming on it. Like this isn't 
nothing like a, a rap MC. Like, oh, this is sweet. It's, no, everything about it that's good has nothing to do with like technical aspect of him rhyming at all. No, no. and there's no <laughs> metronome of like da 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 da. No, it's like he talks in different voices at different lengths. Yeah. It goes over the end into the next verse, like or next line. Like it's. But it's great. It's prime era of him doing this, but it's a perfect example of when it hits. Right. It hits. And if you listen to us during a Tales from the Lotus pod, Oof. there's which, a, is, which is only theoretically like six months before this, right? right. And we we joke about him being bad in that. He won the MVP voting, and we voted for him a lot of times that he was the MVP, yeah. MVP of tracks. But there there's a fine line where like, yeah, when it works, it's fucking home run out of the park and then sometimes you're like oh shit this is not going at all but this one is like yeah did he even have his uh, speakers on when he was trying to put this together <laughs> this one was clicking on all cylinders and not only like as great as a juggalo song where you're like painting the outsider it's a great and it was a radio single it's a great song of like people who like Halloween and like v- you know viewing it as that like li- mm. you know super into it. especially nowadays like with Instagram and t- TikTok and all the t- social media influencers like it's like every holiday is like 20 times more everyone has to be like oh i'm big into halloween yeah. I'm a ho-. like everyone's yeah. yeah jay at this point before the era giving you that vibe <laughs> <laughs> it's and it's not too dug into juggalo lore no if you like, listen to this on the radio it doesn't this would just be a cool bit. holiday song, almost. No one would really understand why he paints his face all year, or right. why he's a weirdo, That's so true. there's a little bit of a disconnect there, but if you knew anything about them. But if you just heard that on the radio, you wouldn't. I don't think it would be enough to be like, oh, what, who is this guy? What is this? this is weird. Yeah, he may need to do a little more explaining at the beginning, but <laughs> otherwise, like, yeah, it's pretty good for non-fans to latch onto and understand what's going on. And like we said, the kind of the Juggalo references are ones that are like ones that people who aren't Juggalos wouldn't even, they wouldn't like the, that's only pretty speculation. Like you'd yeah. pop you if you were a fan, but if you weren't, it would just, it doesn't have, it would go over your head, but you, it wouldn't throw the story off for you at all. Yeah, he's not talking about Ned and yeah. like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> There's none of those words or themes in this. Yeah. You could, you could tell he took his time to try to think of it as a radio single for sure. Maybe this was a Zug Island uh, <laughs> Halloween song. Oh, could you could you imagine? So, Cartoon Nightmares was the original. And this was the fourth track. Do you do you think there's a Zug Island version of this? And Jay's like, "That's too good. I want that. It's my song." Fuck me! Can you imagine Sin singing this? Oh man! Now we're talking. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't work because of the face paint and all that as a theme. But it's even- definitely Jay. But. I mean, it has a Zug Island flavor to it. The beat is already rock. Right. He could... Sin could do the hook. Yeah. It could have been Sin with Jay. Just Jay could have done it. the verses. Right. Because it happened on Cracked Tiles already. Oh, yeah. I mean... Yeah, they, those two sang together. Oh, now Man, maybe talking. Maybe that was the original plan because there's... When I was digging, I could not find any reasoning why... Because they... I think they announced it as Cartoon Nightmares originally, and then it just swapped to... They they go, oh, here's the single, these are the three tracks, and it was every Halloween now. There was no like reasoning why yeah, that I think, shit switched. And that's why I think I mix it up, too. Yeah. They're, they're both, in my mind, considered... Halloween track. They're not both Hollowicked singles, but they're both Halloween track. When I make a playlist, if, if you go to the Juggalo Rewind profile on Spotify, both tracks are on the... Season of the Pumpkin playlist because they both give me those vibes. I can yeah. connect both of them too. Is Cartoon Nightmares even really talking about anything Halloween? Not really. It just uh, arm my trunk, kind of. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe yeah. Maybe it just has those vibes from that time being. Yeah. I mean, I confuse them all the time, but for no real reason. Because yeah, Cartoon Nightmares doesn't talk anything about. Halloween. Got some Jay singing. I sing the record. Definitely <laughs> does. Without getting too deep, where does this land for your like favorite Hollow Wicked songs? So there's been, let's just frame it at 25, right? Yeah. ICP ones. There, there's roughly 25. We're, we're counting just ICP. We're not counting any of the Twisted. I would Blaze. say so, yes. Yeah. Uh, top five, hands down. Possibly top three. 
it's probably good. top three, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to beat the first three. Dead Pumpkins, Military Street, Mr. Rod and Treats. Yeah. yeah. But after that, this is right there. Yeah. There's some other funny ones here and there that, you know, people gravitate towards, but goddamn, yeah, this has got to be a top you five. You know one low-key I dig? Wicked Halloween. Time to, is that the uh, time to get blood and then we get blood yeah. everywhere? Yeah, Shaggy does it under the light of the moon. <laughs> Fucking love that part. Yeah, I mean, there's some gems randomly, but not like banger after banger. Yeah. Yeah, this has got to be top five. This one came after, like, some duds to me. Like, Toxic Love and Sleepwalker was okay. But, like, I felt like there's those, yeah, those first three fucking boom, awesome. And then it kind of, like, went in a lull. And then this came out, and you're like, oh, shit, here we go. Mr. Johnson's head was good for what it was. That was was just just a remix, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't really count to me. Um, But, yeah, the other two are not very Halloween-y. This is definitely Halloween-y. And then I think it kind of went a little peak again, and then... Dipped a little for the next fifteen years. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's some, like I said, some gems in there. There's a lot recently. I don't know. Yeah, you really have to go digging and listening. But uh, yeah, if you am not, if you are not familiar with this, you should go out of your way to yeah. listen to it. All right. Uh, anything else with this track, or you think we're ready to uh, call it a day and move on to the next one? Yeah, I think we got a. Uh, Got a little bit more history of the uh, event and the night in the next couple, so we could we could dig a little deeper. Yes. Along. Hopefully you've followed us along with this uh, being your first, but uh, we'll see. Or we'll, oh, you'll see. I don't know. We, we ranked it uh, in, in terms of Hollow Wicked. Do, oh, we, do I, we drop I, in the cannon, or are we going to do that in this here? Uh, <laughs> as a song, or as the whole EP? Yeah, I guess that would be a whole EP discussion. We'll, we'll, we'll say that at the end. We're not doing a wrap-up of this. No, <laughs> we can't do it. But at the very end, we, yeah, we lump all three together. We can't do it solo. If we do it, I don't think it... I hate to say I don't think it does. Oh, man. If we're going, like, Juggalo Cannon is the top, top tier. Yeah. I mean, like, you're not putting, you know, 12 Joker cards in there or whatever. Like, it's for the very, very best. Very best of. It's not the uh, it's not the WWE Hall of Fame. Where fucking <laughs> everyone makes everyone it. Everyone makes it. If you're going topest tier, it may be a top five Hollow Wicked song. Top five EP, if you will. But does that make it like the best? No, we'll see. We'll see how these other two tracks hit us. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm trying to make that a hard hard sell, hard thing to get into. Not just anyone. I I appreciate that. But if it's something that you think other people would enjoy or people should listen to, yeah. <laughs> but if it's like a Hall of Fame, that's uh, that's real close. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. What do you think? Follow us on uh, all social medias at Juggalo RWD. Email us, Juggalo RWD at Gmail. Or give us a call, 810-666-1570. Leave us a voicemail or a text. Or come find us and be like, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. Every Halloween sucks. <laughs> and we'll be like, okay. Now I'll headbutt you. <laughs> you like Red Rum Bedlam? Or what's a, there's some blood Red Rum song, right? I don't know. You like some other Halloween kids on Murder Cloak. <laughs> Murder Cloak. You see, on Spotify, it's like Murdo Cloak. <laughs> yeah. Murdo Cloak. Come on now. So, yeah, let us know about what you like on any one of those platforms. And if you're listening anywhere, Spotify, YouTube, Apple, mm-hmm. leave a review, share with a friend, let them know what we're doing here. Maybe uh, the more people that listen, we'll do more little fun like this bonus so, round little bonus so that's it for bonus episode number one stay tuned for episodes two and three that should be in your feed right now yeah unless you listen let to it, them out of order let it play let it roll just go keep it on a loop all weekend while you're at shows if you're at juggalo weekend let this shit just roll in your car on a loop if you're in the hotel room waiting <laughs> and your friends are taking forever just throw this on listen yeah. to it like you guys listen to this did you guys rate this? Well, get on your phone right now. If you're on Spotify, hit that little star gimmick. If you're on Apple, write a review. Tell us uh, what your favorite candy bar is. If you like goobers or suckers. Or gummy, whatever he says. A little gummy bear on the table. 
Uh, but don't do it at 5.30 in the morning. Tap, tap. All right, that's it. We're tap, on tap t- on the glass, the piece of ass. Remember that song? <laughs> no. I gotta go. <laughs> that was a Dark Lotus one. <laughs> Episode two coming at you real soon. Thank you. <laughs> All music played in this episode and in this entire season is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. Tap, tap. <laughs> don't, don't doubt the professionals. See you at 5.30 in the morning. No, we're good. <laughs> tap, tap. Tap, <laughs> tap. <laughs> nice reference. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even realize she just drops a straight up line. Good thing we're recording that. <laughs> Hope that came out. There's the Easter egg. Yeah, I'll save that for sure.